Oh, you know what time it is. It's Monday. And I am driving, as I almost I just bit my tongue, um, driving through Toledo. If you ever drive through Toledo, go the speed limit. I've probably had $150 to $200 worth of speeding tickets through this place. And I'm not a big-time speeder. I tend to go five over. Um, and I have gotten, yeah, about three or four tickets here. Um, and they are expensive. Uh, and I guess you could fight them because how they do it is they, um, they wait behind a, a bridge and they hit your car with the, the radar and then that's it. They don't do the job that they're supposed to do, which is get in your fucking car, come catch me, turn on your lights and pull me over and tell me to slow down. They don't do that. They just hit your fucking car with a radar detector, uh, find your license, and then send you a ticket in the mail, and you got to pay it, which I'm fairly certain is not legal, but they do it anyway. And uh, I went into a whole research uh, uh, campaign (laughs) to see if it was legal, because I know it's not. In a lot of places, uh, I don't think that it is in Toledo. And they make, fuck, I think they make like three mil a year on just speeding tickets, on just people. And it's people out of town because the people in, in Toledo have figured it out that they'll get ticketed. So they obviously quit speeding, but um, it tends to be people driving through, which I think is probably how it is in most cities. But... Anywho, just if you drive, if you ever drive through Toledo, bite the bullet, deal with people giving you the finger, and go the speed limit. I am saving you a lot of money and headache. Um. Anyway, oh, I listened. So sorry about the uh, the advertisement at the beginning of these because the anchor one was one that I had done a while ago. It was the first time I had ever done one of these. And I, they switched me over. My one, my one, uh, ad went away. I guess I had a time limit on it and I didn't realize that, or I guess I did realize, but they switched over to the anchor one and I hadn't listened to it in a while. So I, I went to go listen to the Muslim patrol unit one to check that out and see how it sounded. One, I apologize for all of the ums and and all that shit. That is annoying as fuck. But I'm also, I think anybody, you listen to your voice, you're like, God, oh, that's what it sounds like? Unless, I don't know, you're Morgan Freeman, and then you're pretty happy with your voice. Any hizzle, onto the topic of this episode, which I feel like is going to turn into a, a fairly religion-heavy episode, and if not this one, it will certainly be the next, but uh, we'll see how far I get in, because I'm going to kind of think this through a little bit. Actually, yeah, it's going to get there, because the initial the initial topic, it, we're not going to spend a whole, about, a whole lot of time on it, um, and it's basically, does the presence of aliens disprove the existence of God? See what I mean? And we're not going to go too far into the existence of aliens. I've 
explained my belief on extraterrestrials if there are others and I don't believe that there are I don't but see this is again this is just like my stance on if the if the earth is a globe or if it's flat I don't care it doesn't it's not a part of my identity it doesn't mean much to me one way or, or the other either one doesn't shock me I assume to believe as everyone else does or as most other people do that the world is round or at least a, a an oval like uh, shape but if it were flat I don't care I, I, I just don't care it's not a big part of my day that being said my belief on if there are aliens I don't but if there are I don't care like I mean it, that's cool whatever but I don't care I mean it's just like there being the existence of animals I don't care it's, it's just another living form what I believe is that these so-called aliens and UFOs are actual biblical beings being the Nephilim being the fallen angels and the offspring of the fallen angels uh, uh, breeding with human women and uh, them having the fallen angels having uh a higher intelligence than human beings and passing it on to the Nephilim which is where you're going to get a lot of the uh, the past technology that's being that's being found and digs all over the world and has been for a very long time the presence of the pyramids all over the world mind you this isn't just in Giza this isn't just in Egypt this is all over this is an ancient Asia or China, this is in uh, Mesopotamia, this is in Samaria, this is in uh, Central and South America, you're going to find pyramid-like structures. You're also going to find the existent or the, the almost hieroglyph, not hieroglyph, it's going to be depiction of rep, reptiles being uh, mostly snakes or dragons. And this is where somebody like David Icke picks up on that and comes to the, the conclusion that there are reptilian beings, which, again, I don't care if there are or aren't. That's not a big part of my day. It's not a part of my identity. It's not going to ruin anything for me if there is. Do I think there is? I think there's certainly the possibility, and I, I don't discredit David Icke for, the, for what he believes when it comes to that. I think that he's he's a very brilliant guy. I think he's figured out a lot of stuff. And I love how his brain works. I love the fact that he questions things. And he is a big thinker. Um, and he sticks to his guns. And he sadly was discredited for a very long time by um, a scientific community, uh, large institutions, because he was speaking that way. And I, I, I just don't think that, uh, that he should have been treated in such a way. I think... I think uh, he was onto something, and to come to a conclusion based off of evidence is a very natural human thing that we do. So, anyway, would the pr- 
presence of extraterrestrial beings disprove the existence of God? The answer, not my answer, but the answer is no. The reason being is the presence of other planets doesn't discredit the existence of God. The presence of living creatures in the sea doesn't discredit the existence of God. And the reason that I say that, uh, I'll take in Gavin McGinnis's thoughts on this. Gavin McGinnis believes that if there's one day we're going to find out that there's aliens, he's going to not believe in God out of spite because he created a being that's, that's better than us. Now, he says that on the, on the idea that they are smarter and they have better technology. Well, this is a place where I'm going to disagree with them because you're going to have different people that are going to be smarter than one another. So that goes in line with the idea, okay, well, if these beings are smarter, does that mean that they're better? Does that mean that they're superior to us? I don't think it does. And I don't see how that would ever lead us to believe that. Are you saying that we can't, we can't reach that level of understanding that you know what I mean? What if it's the, especially for tech, especially for any technology or advanced technology that they may have, maybe it's, it's a, a culmination of, of elements that we never thought to put together. That doesn't mean that somebody's smarter than us. It means that they accidentally came across those damn things. Even aliens on another planet would have, it would have taken time for them to understand things. Because there is a beginning, and that is the certainty that we have that there is a beginning to the universe. There is a beginning to things. There is a beginning to life on other planets. Unless there is the assumption that life on other planets automatically started with an intellect superior to ours, which there's nothing that, no evidence that we have that proves that. Uh, but even then, I, I just, I, not only would I wrestle with that idea, I would be vehemently against the idea that just because someone's smarter that they're somehow superior. Maybe, sure, superior, obviously, in, in knowledge to an extent, but human beings are extremely exceptional creatures. And the fact that we can learn, what basically our, our learning is limitless. We can learn anything. This is where I come into where I've come before when I talk about human beings and how stupidity and ignorance is a character trait, not a trait of, of the, the actual, our bodies, our brains, that anybody can learn anything, even, you know, some, some uh, redneck in some podunk town down in the south, being me, uh, they could learn to become a, a, a brain surgeon or a nuclear physicist, nuclear, nu nuclear physicist. I almost did, <laughs> I almost did the, the George Bush Jr. thing. Anywho, unless you have a, a mental disorder, and even then, I mean, take autism, you're going to excel in, in one or two fields faster than anybody else. And sure, you may be considered superior in that one field. Well, I mean, what about aliens? All right. Well, they're they're superior in their tech. Okay, they know some stuff that we don't. It, big deal. How does that make them superior to us and therefore discredit the existence of God? It doesn't. We know through 
um, at least on the scientific level, through the Hubble theory that the universe had an existence, or I'm sorry, had a had a uh, beginning because of the fact that it is expanding. It is. It has not always been eternal, which is again the argument that I've made before that the scientific community thought for a very long time, uh, but one that the at least the Judeo-Christian community has always known to be true. They thought it was always eternal. We knew that there was a beginning long before the scientific community ever came about because in the first sentence of the first book of the Bible, it says in the beginning. So we have always known that, that the universe was created. And that was a sad day for science, or at least the atheistic science community, uh, to realize that the the universe had a beginning. Anyway, so the Hubble theory is that being that it's expanding, it expands from somewhere. So it all came, and it's all expanding in outward from a singular point, which is where you get the singularity. It didn't start from a rock either. In case you grew up like I did, where we all thought that there was just this one big rock, and that was it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, for some unknown reason, it exploded, and then you have the universe. Uh, that that I don't. I guess is never. Maybe that's a Mandela effect. I feel like that's a Mandela effect. I'm. I am very certain that I learned that in school. That there was a rock, and all of a sudden it exploded, in which you get all of the material for the uh, the planets. But then the argument, I guess, at that point would have been, well, where did the rock come from? Because we know by all measures of anything that we know that everything has a beginning. I'm getting way too into that part. Anyway, no, 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 I'm actually kind of explaining it a little bit. Um, ba, 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 ba. Lawrence Krauss is, I guess, I don't know how he is the leading astrologist in the scientific community. Uh, but that's what I keep hearing is that he is this leading astrologist. This kook, and I'm gonna, I'm calling him out right now. I've called him out before on this. He had a debate with Dr. William Lane Craig. He had three of them, in fact, and I believe it was either the first or the beginning of the second one in which he claimed this. No, 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 it was the first one that he claimed, or that he exclaimed that he only believes in empirical data, which is data that. Uh, can be proven or disproven. That's it. Or is that now? I don't think I gave the right... I have the understanding in my head. I don't think I gave the right explanation of what or description of what empirical means. Um, solid information? I don't have the definition right in front of me. Look it up yourself. <laughs> uh, anyway, he only believes in empirical data. However, he goes on to talk about universes and the possibility that a universe, or I'm sorry, not just a universe, that universes pop in and out of existence. Well, he has no empirical data with the exception of our universe coming into existence from the singularity, which by the way, was a theory brought about by a Catholic priest, Monsignor Georges Latimer. Which it's so funny to hear I think Neil deGrasse Tyson, the first time I ever heard him talk about George, uh, Monsignor Georges Latimer, he said Georges Latimer. He didn't say Monsignor because the scientific community doesn't want to grant anything to the religious community, even though the Catholic Church has never 
I shouldn't say never, but for the most part, really hasn't had a problem with science, being that we created it. You're welcome. As I say that, they'll always bring up Galileo. Well, Galileo said this. Well, yeah, and this, again, this is always the atheist, the, the new age atheist way of, of trying to shit on, on a, a religion, is that they will cherry pick history. They'll look back at history through the lens of today and go, oh, look at how bad these Christians were. Look at how bad these people are. Because they believe this one way. It's like, motherfucker, how do you think you would have been? At that point, you only had X amount of information. Do you think you would have really been any different? Are we really going to call the people in back in history, of which, by the way, we gained... We didn't have to look at information that they gained. Does that make sense? They did it for us. And now you're going to go back through history and you're going to fucking poke and prod at those people and say, hey, you, they, these people are stupid because they only knew this much. Well, yeah, they were the ones to get us that information so that when we came along, we already had it. We didn't have to work for it ourselves. This can also go into the my stance on uh, uh, fucking, what's it called? Reparations. I loathe the people who search for reparations today. I loathe them. They are lazy. They are cretins to believe that they in some way, some somehow deserve to be paid what the people who went through slavery went, uh, were, were owed. The slaves were owed something. Maybe you could even make the argument that their children were owed something as well as certainly the children that were born on, on plantations and were technically slaves themselves. However, four, five, six generations later, no, you don't deserve shit because you had a great, 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 great grandparent that went that was a slave. You don't deserve shit. Just as I don't deserve any money that any of my... Um, my Irish ancestors who were slaves, I don't deserve reparations for them because I didn't go through it. See what I mean? Oh, but I was indirectly affected. Fuck off. No, you weren't. We live in the, in the freest nation in the world where anybody, and by the way, even back during slave times, I know this is a bit of a jump, but even back during slave times, um, once slavery was abolished, there were plenty of black people that went on to own businesses. There was a lady that went out to, I think, Wyoming and had five, or, she owned five or six businesses back then. Um, now, it was a bit harder back then. However, because obviously this was before civil rights, but especially within the past 50 years, uh, everybody is equal under the law. They've all had the ability to go out and make life what they wanted for themselves. If you choose to be a lazy ass and not do that and keep using excuse after excuse of why why your life is so shitty, I have no room in my life for you. And not only that, I, I despise you. I do not look on, on you with sympathy. I look on you with disdain because of the fact that you are trying to not be accountable and responsible. Obviously, I'm pretty big on those two things. Anywho. So, no. The answer is no. If aliens exist, if there is a presence of aliens, it does not discredit the existence of God. 
just as evolution, I don't know why people believe that macroevolution discredits the existence of God. The Catholic Church uh, believes that, and, and this is pretty much all Christian. well no, all Christianity believes that with God all things are possible. The Catholic Church argues that with God thing, with God all things are possible, therefore we could have came about through macroevolution. He could have chose to have us come about through macroevolution. Um, Shit, where was I going to go with that? As I'm driving. Oh, I missed a couple of points. Oh, here, let me plug this real quick. My friend's hemp oil. I think some of you probably have heard this before. Hemp oil is really good for you. Now, I haven't tried it myself. I only know what I know. Basically, I have faith in what other people have talked about. Now, this is going to go into my second point. But anyway, uh, my first... My first introduction to hemp oil was Nate Diaz after one of, a, one of his fights. He was smoking a vape pen with hemp oil in it. What hemp oil does is it's anti-inflammatory. It helps you to heal up a little faster. And f- actually, uh, from some people that I know personally, it has made them their backs feel better. They have bad packs. They're, they're, my, my priest has a... Um, he had a... A tumor in his brain that he had taken out and uh, he he has pain from it. Uh, he was actually the guy that told me about intermittent fasting. I trust this guy with my life. Uh, he takes hemp oil. Anyway, my friend sells it if you want some. Uh, I believe that they give trial offers. Hempworkssamples.com forward slash Kim B 5681. I'll spell that out for you. Hemp, H E M as in Mary, P-W-R-O-X-S-A-M as in Mary, P-L-E-S dot com forward slash K-I-M as in Mary, B as in boy, 5681. com forward slash Kim B 5681. Anyway, so now that I got to that, faith. This, so... Uh, so with the um, how can I bleed into this next issue so we have the presence of aliens that don't discredit the existence of God now we're going to kind of go into the territory of, of faith based off of the existence of God or the lack thereof and how do you have faith? Now, faith uh, is defined at least through Wikipedia. I should have probably went through uh, dictionary.com, but it's going to be this kind of the same. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Um, and then the second one, yeah, complete trust or confidence in some, someone or something. And then the second part to that is strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based off of spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Now, I don't like that one because apprehension is a bit like scrupulosity, which means that you're scared something bad's going to happen if you don't believe. That, I don't know why that's the second part of it. Now, I guess I do. Uh, Sam Harris has a claim of, or at least an understanding or what he says is an understanding of, of faith in God, 
which is a belief in God because of fear of punishment. So that, so he, I don't think he believes this, but he said that, or he made this claim when he was debating Dr. William Lane Craig, in which Dr. Lane, William Lane Craig came back to crack him pretty hard on it. Where uh, Dr. Craig said that that's a very simplistic view and it's a misunderstanding, which I completely agree. Faith in God isn't because you're afraid of something bad happening. However, yes, I understand that that is actually what a lot of people may have. That's not what, what God wants from you. That has never been. What God wants from you is love and he wants you to be without injury or illness. God created us for love. That's why when I talk about the meaning of life being love, that's what it is. It's very, very simple and yet extremely complex, much as as we are very simple and yet very complex. God didn't need to create us, but he wanted to. And there's a difference there. And he wanted to because he wanted to not only receive love from us, but give love to us. Now, when it comes to faith, let's take that uh, that first part of the second definition of, of belief, where it says strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion. What that's basically saying is what someone else tells you because you weren't there. We all have faith in something else. We all do. Everybody has faith in something. Even, even in the scientific community, a biologist is going to have faith in a chemist who's going to have faith in a, in a, a, uh, fuck, what is the shit that's, that the left is all bitching about the, oh, climate change. So a climatologist or even a ecologist, especially when it comes to history, we all have faith. Nobody was around in the 1700s. Nobody was around in the 1800s. We don't know what the fuck absolutely happened when it came to the uh, the American Revolution or the the French and Indian War. We have no clue. We have a, a pretty damn good understanding of what happened in World War II because there's still plenty of people who are still alive from then. And there's video evidence and things of that nature. Now... I struggle, let me see what this first one is. So basically my, my point is, is that we all have faith in something. In fact, I would argue that about 85% of the knowledge that we have is, is information given to us by someone else. Uh, even, even in taking in a book, if you were to read a, a book about, uh, I don't know, gardening, Someone else is telling you through the book, through their text. They're they're textually telling you something. They're textually granting you or giving you information. Where I would argue that about 50, about fifteen percent of our 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 knowledge on things are from experience. And I don't and, and I don't mean to say that as oh this is exactly how it is or what anything like that. I mean obviously I don't know for certain. However. I'm also not trying to come from this negative viewpoint of it either. And it's super important, I, I'd argue, in how you approach certain things. Now, as you've heard in how I make these episodes in my podcast, 
there's I come I come from a pretty fucking negative angle on a lot of things, um, but I'm okay with that because I didn't start the fight in a lot of those areas. I'll come out swinging um, if I'm joining a fight. Now, is that always the best for other people? No, but see, this is also my argument when it comes to how I am as a Christian. I there's there's going to be Protestant Christians that don't want to hear me because they don't like to hear me cuss. They don't like to hear other people cuss. And even in the Catholic Church, trust me, my my priest would not want to hear me cussing all the time. I have there's plenty of other priests that wouldn't want to hear me me cussing all the time. My argument to that: How about we figure out? Um, and not only figure out, but take care of the the abuse scandal that's going on in the Catholic Church. How about we get rid of all the gays and everything first, and then I'll I'll come back around to my language. I will I'll curb my language a little bit. There's far more pressing issues that are going on in the world that I want to deal with first before coming back to my my language. I think God will grant me a little a little bit of leniency, hopefully that leniency being having me go through purgatory before going into heaven. Now, I'm not saying that I speak for God. I'm saying hopefully. That's what I'm hoping for. But I see that there's far more pressing issues that are going on in the world today, and especially in our church, in which we need to take care of first. Um, the fr- Let's see, this other part. Oh. Um, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Belief without evidence. Can there be belief without evidence? Because I think that was another part. Someone somewhere heard it from someone else. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Com- complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Belief with or without evidence. There's an argument that faith, that the definition of faith is belief in something without evidence. I, I wrestle with that one. I don't believe that at all. I believe that you can have faith due to evidence. And in fact, you must have faith due to evidence. I've, had, I've actually gotten into debates with other people on religion, on the existence of God. And one of their arguments was, well, it's not faith if you have evidence. And then they go around to making the argument, I'm probably not explaining it very well, but making the argument that if there's faith, then that somehow disproves the existence of God. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? That that doesn't mean dick. Again, I gave you an example of how we have faith based off of evidence. And the evidence being what somebody else told us about history. And not only that, we'll have artifacts and things of that nature. Well, the same goes with God. Is there evidence of God? I would argue that there is, and I would argue the Bible. Now, now here would be a spot where somebody would come in and say, well, you can't use the Bible to argue for the Bible. What the fuck are you talking about? Why, where did that argument ever come from that is the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my goddamn life? That is so fucking stupid. That you can't, you can't use the evidence to argue for the evidence. What? No, one, the Bible isn't like it's some one book. The Bible is not a book. The Bible is a library. The library, con- I'm sorry, the, the Bible, the library, the library, the Bible consists of a many a different books. 
You have the book of Genesis. The what is it? The four, the first four, the first five. It's Genesis, Exodus. I just read through all of them. I'm on. What am I on right now? In the in the OT. Ruth. I'm in Ruth, uh, which is right after Judges. And what's funny is uh, Sam Harris tried to make the argument that we can make the Bible better. Fuck you, asshole. You can't make shit better. Your buddy just fucking felt up a Russian chick and uh, and, and got pounded with me too. <laughs> fuck you. And not just fuck you, but fuck you royally. Because in any, in any place where atheists run shit, guess what happens? It doesn't get better. It never has. It has never gotten better. Atheism does not equal a better life for anyone. And I'm not trying to say that to say, well, then we should believe in God. I'm not trying to say that. I believe I am somebody that comes from needing an evidence-based faith, basically. Um, And that evidence doesn't always have to be... Let's see, how do I say it? I come about my faith through using reason, logic, rationale, common sense, and evidence. And that's how I come about my faith. And in fact, the guy that I'm about to, once I'm, I, this this has been a while of doing research and, and all sorts of other fucking shit and trying to make sure that I'm allowing his arguments, uh, that, I'm, that I'm getting his arguments right and things of that nature. Anyway, at one point he says to me, um, this guy that had debated over the divinity of Jesus, that faith shouldn't, what did he say? Faith shouldn't be a, a process. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where do these people come up with these dumbass arguments? Sorry, but I'm a human being. Um, and I believe that we were created by God. And I believe that God put questions in us. Which is why we have science in the first place. Because a whole bunch of, of uh, God-fearing men said, You know what? I want to figure out... This This whole world is incredible. Let's, let's figure this shit out. What God did here. This is cool. You know? And then now you have science. So for, it's almost as if he's arguing you can't question God. Somebody who's questioning the existence of God tells me, somebody who has faith, that you can't question God. No, I don't, I don't, no, I don't buy that shit whatsoever. By the way, that was something that when I grew up in the South, the South is the Bible Belt. It's not the entire Bible. It's the Protestant Bible Belt. And I'm not, I'm not shit talking Protestants, but I did have a few Protestant people tell me that I wasn't allowed to question God. I, in fact, that has plagued me to through to today. Um, where when I finally came back to Michigan and there's there's a Catholic church on every other block, and I finally uh, brought this up to a, a priest, he had to point out to me, uh, where do you think you get your thoughts? You know what I mean? Like God put those put that thought in. He he made you with that to inquire about things. So, because you inquire about him, you ask him a question. Now, there's also the argument, okay, well, there's two types of questioning, right? There's there's questioning to inquire, and then there's a questioning to kind of disregard or disrespect. Um, either way, if you have a question in your head, that's because you, were, you are an inquiring self... Ah, uh, fuck, what is it? Self-evident? Self, not as self-evident, self understand that you exist. I can't think of the name of that. In a creature. And so it's okay to question. Anyway, 
Uh, no, faith can certainly be a process. Good on those that it, it doesn't have to be. I don't think that that's a lot of people that just automatically believe. However, I would also argue that we were created with that is a uh, it's a desire to know God. That being said, um, faith without evidence. I think that you can have faith with evidence. And yes, absolutely. I believe that you can use the Bible to uh, for evidence of God. And sometimes you need evidence of certain other things. Take, um, take Jesus. Now, when I bring up the divinity of Jesus, the, the, this whole episode that I'll have prepared, I will not only be using the Bible, but I will be using extra biblical sources, uh, both pro and anti-Christian sources, uh, to prove Christ's existence. And if, by the way, if Christ is true, the Old Testament is true. So if Christ did rise from the dead, uh, and by the way, the, the idea that Christ didn't exist, that is a very, very new argument. That is That was never uh, a question until, I don't know, maybe, the, I, I, I think I'm giving them a lot of time, a lot of years, but within the last hundred years. I feel like it's more within the last probably 60, 70 years that, that uh, uh, anti-Christian atheists started bringing up that argument. But uh, shit, you can even use the Quran. The Quran talks about Jesus. Um, and that, that's 1,500 years old. So anyway. Uh, so anyway. Um, oh, and by the way, the, the books are all different. I mean, you have the first, I think it's four or five books of the, the Old Testament, which are all dealing with Moses. But then it starts to get into other parts of the... Uh, tribes of Israel and where where what happened and where things went uh, just read through Samson and Judges I didn't know Samson was a judge he was anyway so you're going to have a lot of different and, and by the way a lot of different art authors at different times going throughout history and so people seem to think that the Bible is just this one book and that's it no, dude, it's a collection of books. It is a library. That is the prime definition of what a library is. So, yeah, you can absolutely have faith with um, evidence. And I think, man, I feel like I might have came to the conclusion of the points I wanted to make. Um... I don't believe that we are ever going to come up with time travel. And the reason that I say this is if I were to be able to, to, to go anywhere in time, I, I would go back to, to Jesus. I don't think I'd want to fuck with time. I don't think I want to fuck with things and change things around. Uh, because I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd have my kids. You know what I mean? Like I say all the time, if I could press a button and have my wife and kids now, but have never left Tennessee, I'd press that fucking button in a second. But I, I wouldn't want to go back and never have left Tennessee because then I wouldn't have my kids and my wife, if that makes sense. See what I mean? So I don't think that time 
that that we we or any other creature has the ability to time travel because I don't know I, I, I had an argument in my head now I can't fucking think about it but I would also add the, the argument that you weren't meant to live at another time and this actually goes into what Sam Harrison said before of well isn't it convenient that Jesus came at a time when most people didn't know how to read or write and this is this is kind of something that uh, I've heard thrown at at Catholics that that Catholics took advantage of, of most people. This would have been around the time of the Protestant Reformation and Martin Luther uh, putting up his ninety six uh, whatever it was, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, protesting the church. That Catholics at that time were were evil and dude get the, get off that man. Anyway. Uh, not getting off the point, but I, I really wish people would quit with the Catholics are all evil bullshit. Um, they, again, dude, the negative always outshines the, the positive. Um, fuck, where was I going with all that? Time travel. Don't go back. Oh, you were, oh, that's what it was. Sam Harris makes the argument that it's, it's convenient, therefore it's unbelievable that Jesus would come at a time when people didn't know how to read and write. And, and then that's when, you know, that's, that would have been the perfect timing for, I don't know if he was making an argument that somebody, somebody else came. Well, no, he, he is making the argument that somebody wrote a story for stories or a whole bunch of extra stories being the Gnostic gospels in order to come up with this way to control people and how somehow that's bad. By the way, the Catholic Church controlling people isn't a bad thing. Have you ever thought about that? What are they controlling? I mean, what is the Catholic Church if, if at any given point, with the exception, well, fuck it, any, any given point, them controlling people, what does that mean? Does that mean taking away their rights? Okay, well, that would be bad. But when has that happened? The Inquisitions. Well, the Catholic Church didn't run anything. Now, they were heavily influenced, or heavily influence, influencing, I'm saying that word weird, but the Catholic Church never ran Italy. They never, um, yeah, Italy, they never ran France, they never ran uh, um, uh, England. Now, you could certainly make the argument that people adhered to the Catholic faith and the Catholic Church because they didn't want to uh, be punished by the Catholic Church. Okay, all right, you can make that point. But even then, what are they controlling? I mean, are they really taking away your rights? Where others, atheists, gave you rights? What did the Catholic Church want? Now, one, the Catholic Church's job is to get people to believe and to stop sinning. That's it. That's why I have always said, on this especially, that I want there to be a separation of church and state with the church to be able to influence the state. Their job is to get people to stop sinning and... Am I over on my time? No, 42 seconds. Or 43 minutes. Anyway, um, that is their job. To get people to stop sinning and to believe. <clears throat> their job isn't to govern and never has been. Jesus did not come down telling us how to govern one another. And in fact, I don't think he ever said that once that 
that a country or a collective should govern its people a certain way. The, the closest he came was saying, render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar and render unto God what belongs to God. That was it. That is the, the extent of Jesus talking about politics. Because God has never been, has never cared about governance. He has cared about the individual. He's never cared about the collective with the exception of Judaism or with, uh, with, with the, uh, the Israelites. Um, and, but that, even then that wasn't, I mean, if you think back to, to Exodus and if you think back to, um, all the, the, the laws that he gave, they were individual laws. See what I mean? Like he, there wasn't, um, and, and they were all based under the same blanket of belief in God. Like everybody came to that same thing. And in fact, people might see it as, oh, well, well, God, uh, you know, God did bad things to people who didn't believe in him. Is it that way? Or is it more that he went away from them when they wouldn't worship him and allowed other people to do with them as they wished? See what I mean? There's two ways of looking at things. I, there, I mean, there's plenty of ways of looking at things, but I would argue there's two main th- two main ways to look at a lot of things. And in that case, um, I would argue that it was God's going, all right, you don't want me in your life? Okay, then I won't be in your life. And I'll step back a little bit. I'll still love you. You'll still feel my love. However, I'm going to let you do what you think is best. And as we did that, as human beings... Other human beings came in and uh, raped and murdered and pillaged, and you had the, uh, the the Canaanites sacrificing their own babies on altars, on burning altars and shit like that. So, and then it was when a judge, and this is through judges, when a when Israel would cry out to God, God would come back around. I mean, it's it's what we do in our own individual lives, where we constantly sin and we go away from God. We think we can do it all better on our own. We think we know what we want. We get downtrodden. We're losing. Even if we were to become successful, fucking money don't mean shit. And if you're still, and I just had this conversation the other day. If you're shitty at a low paying job, I've said this before, and you make it successful and you're, you'll still be a shitty person. It's not like money somehow makes you a better person. It doesn't. For the most part, it really doesn't have much of an effect on your life other than you don't have the stress of bills and you get to maybe do a little little bit extra. But just like the Israelites, which Israel means wrestles with God, we now, if we step away, fucking, we're not strong enough for a lot of shit. And we'll oftentimes go, all right, you know what? I got to throw my hands up in the air. Jesus, take the wheel. Because uh, I'm driving in, into a tree right now. Know what I mean? Anywho, fuck. I've talked a lot about that stuff just now. I think I'm running. I'm, my tank's running empty, y'all. I hope you like this one. I hope I got my fucking points made through. This is just kind of a, a go with it type deal. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm there. Be accountable, be responsible, don't be liberal, and uh, bye.